एक रोशन सेद राजा का बेटा राजा नहीं बनेगा राजा वही बनेगा जो हकदार होगा वेल वो सब तो ठीक है बट वॉट इफ राजा का बेटा वॉन्ट्स टू बी अ प्लेयर और फिल्म मेकर डज दट रेज अस इन फैमिली और पेरेंट्स आर टोटली चिल्ड आउट वंस दे आर कन्विंस्ड दैट देयर चिल्ड्रन विल डू वेल इन देयर प्रोफेशन वॉट एवर बी देयर चॉइस माई फोर्थ बुक समर हॉलीडेज अ कॉमेडी ऑन सिबलिंग राइवलरी फाइन्स पेरेंट्स गोइंग क्रेजी ओवर द ऑफ स्प्रिंग्स चॉइस ऑफ करियर बिकॉज एन अनकन्वेंशनल जर्नी हैज मेनी हिडन चैलेंजेस बट हाउ डू पेरेंट्स रिएक्ट इन रियल लाइफ वेन दे आर फेस्ड विद सिमिलर सिचुएशंस आई एम हियर विद राइटर डिरेक्टर मानसी जैन to explore that negotiation and more hi friends i am koral das gupta a story entrepreneur and author back here with our podcast show the great indian family in collaboration with epilog media you can listen to the podcast on our website www.epilog.media you can also hear us on geosavan spotify google podcast apple podcast castbox and other podcast apps With that I turn to Mansi Jain welcome to the great Indian family Mansi thank you So Mansi where did you grow up and how did your family look like when you were small So I was born and raised in Delhi um I pretty much spent my entire life uh, in Green Park and Chanakyapuri which is where my school was and then I went to New York to study filmmaking I was there for about 6 years and uh, now I'm in Bombay on and off I mean I travel for work a lot but this is where I am and uh, uh what did my family look like My family was actually a really happy family. It might not be the most traditional family, but there was a lot of love, a lot of abundance and joy and all the good things and great foundation to start from. So was it a nuclear family or a joint family? Um it was nuclear mostly like uh we stayed with our grandma like um it was me, my brother, my parents and my amma, my daddy. And you are a filmmaker and what does your brother do? <laughs> Yeah, I'm a writer director uh and my brother who's younger than me is a poker player. He's a poker Oh, player. okay. Yeah. Uh, so well, let me just take that a poker player. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for you and your brother, what was the favorite childhood pastime? My brother and I are incredibly different people. I'm very intense and I'm very like uh Uh, I hate to use the word, but artistic. I've always been a loner, and I like to. I was always good at things like brain teasers and riddles and l- like solitary kind of uh, games. And my brother is a complete sports person. He okay. was he was asked to be in the state team for Delhi uh, for roller skating, and he was a hustler when it came to playing pool and billiards. Like literally, he used to. There was a pool parlor next to our house and he used to hustle people for money because he, people used to be like oh he's a kid and then he was brilliant at it and he used to end up making money from people who underestimate him so he's My always God. been that kind of a guy he was not the best at academics but that's okay i feel like we all are yeah of course i things. mean as long as your talent is put to some use somehow yeah. and it's getting you something happiness yeah he is definitely someone who who wasn't very affected by what people wanted from him he only did things that made him happy he didn't believe in like he still is someone who doesn't take stress in life and i really love that i want that <laughs> like there was a part in my life where i'm like i want to be like him you know like I he know. doesn't get angry he doesn't get stressed he's just full of life has fun all the time and he's like 
borderline my inspiration if he's going to hear this he's going to give me grief about it i don't want him to think he's so important but yeah he is no but you can tell him that if he ever plans to become a baba ji i can become his disciple because no but he's the last person to be a baba he'd be a very bad baba ji he's all about partying and clubbing and dancing and having fun he'd be a very bad baba ji <laughs> Or maybe he would be an amazing Mahaji. That could be a different kind of cult. Yeah, actually. Yeah. I mean, I would love to be the disciple of that kind of Babaji. Yeah. Alright, Karan. With all the wink and stuff. Think of a new profession. We've just cracked a new profession for you. I swear. So, you are a filmmaker. Your brother is a poker player. These are... I mean, if I can say that these are quite unconventional choices, yeah. it's not something that happens in every family. So how how did you both make your way through these worlds? I mean, did it come to you naturally at one point of time? Probably your brother, yes. For you, at point one point of time, did you actually feel drawn towards this profession and you knew that you were going to become a filmmaker? I mean, it, it was, happened? it kind of just happened. I come from a very traditional family like my dad's a neurologist my mom's a homemaker i was pretty much raised by my grandma and obviously that made my whole upbringing a lot more traditional and grounded so i basically come from a family where doctors are married to doctors iitians are married to iitians so like the whole concept of even like arts of media was non existent in our family mm-hmm. like in our distant family even let alone film it was just not something uh that was even in my peripheral con- um, like construct but i think things are meant to be i fell ass backwards into advertising and then somehow that ended up leading to films but yeah i think it was meant to happen i definitely have a knack for it i love it even even when i hate it i love it like i, I do I feel like everything in life gives you stress so you might as well take stress for things that make you True. happy So yeah that's how films happened So your father is a doctor he's right? a neurologist yeah neurologist my god so how did uh, your parents react to your choices i mean was it a natural reaction or it was a series of negotiation that happened um it was actually quite brutal <laughs> uh yeah my dad definitely wanted me i'm the older child out of the two mm. of us and he definitely wanted me to be a doctor like him he didn't have that many expectations of my brother because he was not academically <laughs> he was academically challenged let's say okay so he definitely raised me to believe that i was going to be a doctor even though like you know even when we were not like close or anything it was kind of in my mind somewhere that i will grow up but when i you know when i took science in 11th i was like oh god i am i am miserable i hate this what have i done yeah, why have i done this to myself and even though i was like passing everything but that's not what i want to do i don't want to just pass things i don't want to just like go through them yeah so then when i gave it up and his dream was shattered we went through a really tough patch and then i went into advertising which is a very demanding profession like at any given point i was coming home at 4 o'clock in the morning and like there was a joke that if anyone was leaving office at like 8 p.m or 9 p.m people would be like oh aaj half day you know it <laughs> was know. that and it's kind you of accepted that particular i actually on. loved it really i loved like working from 9 a.m to 4 a.m i was 20 years old and it was like all fun and it was like great actually then a lot of my work people became like my surrogate family in many ways because i was getting a lot of uh, validation and praise and love from them because i was good at something that my family couldn't understand 
is worth something I know. you know like writing is not necessarily something like and i don't blame them writing like, is kind of hobby yeah or you know like when they would ask me like what do you actually do what does a copywriter <laughs> do even though i did it very briefly even i didn't know what to say like we write ads you know <laughs> what do you want me to say so it was tricky for them it was definitely it was a tough um, period for us okay so uh, tell me as human beings as personalities how similar or how different are you and your brother compared to your parents i mean what i mean is are you guys completely different human beings or you are identical in your own ways i mean parents versus children yeah. how is that um my like i said my brother and i are super different um this uh say this about my brother and i quite frequently but ever since i was a kid i have heard that growing up everybody has always been like are ye to ekdam arunji jaisi hai you know and i do see that now much more than i did it uh, much more than i did earlier because i do have my father's like stubbornness and temper mm-hmm. and all ambition and drive and all those things and but i also have like a really soft vulnerable heart just like he does so i definitely think i'm a lot like my dad my dadi used to say that my brother is just like my baba ji we he passed away before i was born but yeah he's like larger than life personality mm. the way he spends money the way he just wants to make the most of life the way he's like he spends money on friends and family and living it up that seems to be a lot like my grandfather i mean i'm just taking her word for it now what you said is really beautiful you know like you may have been in different professions but the attitude reflects and that is how yeah. you just the personality is very yeah similar. that is how a uh, generation after generation it moves yeah. and you carry that you, know? you carry that and then i don't know who said this dennis hopper i think said this and i think it's a lebanese saying also mm-hmm. that uh similar things that at some level we have to rebel against our parents for evolution to happen mm-hmm, because if we just like our parents true. then nothing moves forward you know so i thought that was kind of that's true. very true actually yeah. that's very true okay so today when you look back which part or which event of your childhood do you think contributed most to the person that you are today oh um without a doubt it is the fact that i was raised by my grandmother mm-hmm. um that's what i meant when i mentioned that i didn't necessarily have a very traditional family i mean by god's grace i have both my parents but i was for all practical purposes raised by my grandmother from the day i was taken out of the nursing mm-hmm. home and uh, because i was raised by someone like her it did instill in me in a very core way concepts of work ethic integrity honesty um like old fashioned values that had so much to do with everything i am that i'm yeah i might be very ambitious and i'm in a certain kind of a profession but i 100% can vouch for my work ethic and it really does come from her the do no harm and take no shit kind of attitude is from mm-hmm. her why don't you tell us a little about her i mean the kind of person that she is yeah. because that generation has passed away yeah. and we are losing them more so why don't you retain a little bit of her yeah i mean she also passed away in in august it'll be 5 years But yeah, she was like a very, she was a feminist in her own way. Mm-hmm. Um, I come from a very traditional Jain family, uh, but she was someone who was driving at the age of, you mm-hmm. know, whatever, like eighteen in her time, and you know, she didn't really go to school. She was married at sixteen. She had two kids by eighteen, but 
in many ways she was so much more enlightened and progressive than people with degrees mm-hmm. and that is like why i feel like we have certain ideas of how we judge people but that's True. not necessarily the paradigm which makes sense like degrees are not the parameter for enlightenment or even education, education. so just being raised by someone that strong and that uh mature mature and kind it was the biggest gift i ever got like and you know a lot of people are like oh you're not close to your mom or like oh you but for me that she was my mom you know so it, it wasn't like i grew up with a hole or anything that felt missing mm. but um, yeah and when she when my grandfather and her were going through really tough times she was also ready to work and doing things to make money and so she had seen really hard times and really wonderful times and she was a rock star in both so that's really beautiful to hear mm. okay what is the funniest thing about being in your family The funniest thing. We're an intense family. Uh, the funniest, uh, the funniest thing could be that my father like uh, had a really tough time with my brother becoming a poker player. He had a much tougher time with me being a writer or an artist or being in the media, <laughs> whatever he couldn't understand. But uh, there was a lot of. Issues with like, what do you mean you play poker for a living? Mm-hmm. What do you mean that is your job mm-hmm. and you know to his credit he's won tournaments he had like a sponsor at the age of 20 he's been on magazine covers and he's very good at it and there was like all this conflict for all these years and now if you actually go to my house uh, my dad doesn't live with us anymore he lives in a, uh, he's taken like retirement and he lives in a village near jhansi where he does charity um but if you come to our house My brother is the one who actually plays poker the least now. His wife will be the one who's <laughs> always on some poker site playing poker and my dad when he does visit, he's also on the on his little Dell laptop at some poker site while he's watching CNBC. He's playing poker. And, so yeah. everybody is spoiled for good. Everybody has become a gambler in my family. <laughs> it's just my mom and like I live here or whatever when I do go to Delhi it's like I what am i supposed to do cuz i don't play i don't understand it and they're all like discussing like i went all in and this came on the what is it the river and stuff and i'm like what can we talk about normal things but yeah that's my family why did you guys start a business like i don't know how to play poker so take some money from me yeah, teach me and no, the plate and return some some oh, money oh stake people and, yeah. see i've learned it that's called staking people yeah keep a percentage for yourself that's how it is that's what my brother's sponsors are like Yeah. <laughs> that will be a really good business actually i should learn and you know train the team i learn so, so many professionals i'm happy to become a team <laughs> advice to my brother okay so what was your family's reaction to your films i mean what are your family's reactions to your films now to now you have made quite some uh Okay, I mean, that was quite a silence. How do I say this? So my family doesn't really watch my films. Oh. Uh, yeah, my uh, my dad, like he studied and he lived and worked in America for a long time. And uh, when he uh, he hasn't seen, he hasn't been to a theater. I think in forty years. Mm-hmm. Like he did it before he got into med school or something. I think okay. um, the last film I think he loved and he watched on television was Khosla Ka Khosla and A Wednesday. <laughs> and now he has Netflix, so he occasionally watches stuff. But I don't think he's seen anything. Um, 
आंखों देखी विच आई वॉज एन ए डी ऑन हैड अ प्रेमियर इन डेली काम इज लाइक तुम लोग जाओ तुम लोग आई कैन डू लाइक थिएटर्स एंड डार्कनेस एंड सो ही हैजन सीन आंखों देखी ही डेंट सी मो माया मनी ही हैजन सीन एनी माई शॉर्ट फिल्म स्टिल आई लाइक मेड हिम सिट डाउन एंड प्ले इट ऑन हिज लैपटॉप विच इज हार्ड ब्रेकिंग आई डोट वॉन्ट पीपल टू सी माई फिल्म ऑन अ लैपटॉप इट्स मेड फॉर द बिग स्क्रीन बट या सो ही हैजन सीन एनी थिंग वेन ही डिड सी इट यू लाइक हाँ ये तो अच्छा है वट एवर आई गेस यू नो वट यूर डूइंग बट मॉम केम फॉर आंखों देखी इन फैक्ट राजा तो स्वीट ही लाउड मी टू गेट लाइक अ लॉट ऑफ रेलेटिव फॉर द प्रेमियर विच वॉज लाइक डॉक्यूमेंट्री <laughs> I know. I mean, I know a little bit of what you're where you're coming from because it often happens. Not that my mother doesn't read my books, but she doesn't talk much about my books, and she takes a long time to read. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, she is the last person I'm getting a feedback from after yeah. I have heard from the entire world and charoed a little bit that okay, I have written a good book. Yeah. She'll come with a host of ye. ऐसा नहीं होना था. Yeah. But they're very sweet. I mean, we have very different tastes in films in entertainment. My that doesn't watch films or like films i think his taste ended with the 80s um but shri uh, devi hema malini pe oh that to even i love hema malini you have said the keyword now he will listen to this podcast because like oh hema malini was mentioned in it yeah so yeah so in the trailers and stuff or in the teasers and yeah, stuff yeah, we must use hema malini yes, yes. then he will listen to this <laughs> but yeah I'm, they don't really watch films my mom watches certain kinds of films that are very fun and i totally get it you know it's like she wants to go and have fun for 2 hours and, mm-hmm. and songs and production and spectacles and yeah so that's not necessarily what i'm doing at least right now I the understand. only film that we kind of met that middle ground on was dam laga ke haisha mm-hmm. because that was like to my taste also but it was fun for them also so that was a nice little middle okay, ground okay till now we haven't asked you on record that what is your uh, vision of films i mean what kind of films <laughs> you like to make or is there any um my vision. is there a de- definition that you would like to add to your uh, choice of filmmaking I mean the kind of films I write and I want to write and direct are character driven things like everybody whenever I go for a meeting they ask me what's my sweet spot when it comes to genres and I like literally any genre I'm very genre agnostic the only one I can't handle is horror I can't watch mm. it I can't write it I don't want any part of it <laughs> don't get it around me don't show me the trailer don't send me a meme uh but as long as it's more about character than plot then I enjoy it I like figuring out how people behave in certain situations okay that's what's interesting to me okay so now we now move to the next one which is i'll i call it did you know and this is something that i'm introducing in this series for the first time probably not <laughs> i know very little in life <laughs> <laughs> no it's not a question it's about your reaction to okay. uh, what i say okay. i searched out from for some really weird professions across the world 
and uh, in the beginning of this uh, podcast we just introduced your and your brother's professions as unconventional professions and now let us really introduce some some okay. professions which are if the your professions are unconventional <laughs> let's see what these are okay. or is there a word for these kind of professions Done. so number 1 there's something called professional pusher japan makes sure that all its people reach work on time and that is why the country employs people to push others into and out of trains so that <laughs> nobody is late for work your reaction please i mean i feel like that happens in bombay's local trains anyway <laughs> it's just not a profession and people are not paid for it but rather getting <laughs> pushed Why in not? only and pushed out also whether you want to be or not <laughs> so super okay number 2 professional stand in liner again in japan you find narabias these are freelancers who will happily wait in long queues for you as long as you pay them money फिल्म की टिकट बुक करनी है लंबी लाइन है किसी को पैसे दो लग जाएगा This is to be undoubtedly the most comfortable job on the I'll planet. I'll take this. Let's yeah, do even this. I'll do this. <laughs> Give me this job. <laughs> I'm gonna call my yeah. I'll be full time into it. I'll be extremely yeah. committed. I'll be shit at it though. <laughs> I I sleep for like what three hours a night, four hours, five hours max. So I'll be terrible and they'll fire me within <laughs> the second sleep. I I just wish that someone takes me on probation. Huh. <laughs> दो महीने ट्रेनिंग <laughs> 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 
pass <laughs> initially it sounded super fun then what am i doing with my life why am i doing this i need to test water slides then it was like oh just to see if they are safe and you will break a leg or not yeah, no thank if you. if something doesn't work out and you break pass. a leg to fill medical insurance pass <laughs> the sixth one this i found the most interesting one this is wedding guest this is a part time job in japan where people double up as wedding guests in fact they float newspaper and web ads in case there are opportunities that you want to apply for <laughs> apart from the money you get free food none that sounds fantastic <laughs> i would do anything for north indian shaadi ka khana i swear i miss that chaat Like इधर भी गेट क्रैश मैन और उधर मतलब पीपल आर गेटिंग मतलब पेड फॉर इट या एड इंडिया मस्ट हैव अ टोटल रिवोल्यूशन और आई डोट नो वॉट टू कॉल इट वी टू फिगर आउट वी आर बिहाइंड टाइम्स आई स्वेर मतलब अगले मोहल्ले में कोई किसी का शादी होगा तो वी विल टेक <laughs> I mean, I, it also might be that we all our small weddings are five hundred people, yeah. so I'm sure they won't need people to come. You know, जो इनको बुलाए वो भी आ जाते हैं और कुछ लोगों को लेके भी जाते हैं कि बारह लोग हो रहे हैं परोसी को भी लेके आए family doctor को भी लेके आए अपना lawyer को भी लेके आए lawyer okay why not yeah everybody's welcome okay the last section of this is a role play. If in one of your films there's a similar situation where parents are doctors and the child would be a would like to be a poker player, <laughs> what kind of dialogues do you see coming? You want me to write dialogues right now? Just if you can cook up something. <laughs> see, this is the thing. People think that writing is so easy. You can just sit there and dialogues will come to you like a stream of consciousness. This is why producers don't want to pay people. They think dominant ka kaam hai. I know. It yeah, takes years I, to write something. I know. I am an author, and yeah. I do get requests. From neighbors yeah. at times that मेरे बच्चे के ऐसे में थोड़ा सा मदद कर दोगी क्या तुम तो राइटर हो ना तुम मेरे रेंट में मदद कर देना ठीक है कर देंगे so I know what you mean yeah <laughs> help me out with my rent and my whatever mortgage so yeah अब मुझे एक दो डायलॉग बोलो ना कि अगर ऐसा हुआ तो आप कैसे डायलॉग्स डालोगे उसमें I mean I don't know what dialogues I'd put but I definitely would make it funny. I wouldn't make it like tum hamari khandan ka naam matti mein do wala nahi karoge. Nahi. No, not for any money amount of money. It has to be funny. It has to be yeah, it has to make people laugh. Totally. Totally agreed. So thanks Mansi for joining us on the great Indian family. I had a great time talking to you. Me too. Thank you. Thanks audience for listening to us. We hope you enjoyed our show, The Great Indian Family. Don't forget to share your feedback or questions. Write to bonjour b o n j o u r at epilog dot media. We'll address them all. I am Koral Das Gupta, and you are hearing us on Epilog Media. Do send us your feedback on Twitter using the hashtag The Great Indian Family. Leave us a review rating on Apple Podcast, and make sure you subscribe to the show. We will come back soon with our next episode till then let's rock